0: eager to go to Mathura, and glorifying it again and again as he went there, he came to Prayag. There he saw hundreds of saintly persons who had come at sunrise in the month of mag to bathe at the King of holy places, which was beautiful with the Ganges and Jamuna, and which was touched by Lord Madhava's glistening lotus feet. Everywhere he saw them with songs, obeisances, prayers, Nam Sankirtan, instrumental music, and dancing, observing the beautiful festival of the worship of Lord Vishnu. Ignorant and struck with wonder, he asked the Vaishnavs O singers, O reciters of prayers, O you who fall on the ground as sticks, O musicians, O you calling out, Ram, Krishna, O you crying, you, with beautiful tilak, you, wearing a beautiful garland. Be quiet for a moment. Stop making so much noise and tell me. What are you doing? Whom are you worshipping? With such reverence. Hearing this, some laughed at him. Some said, Fool, be quiet. And some, kind to the poor fellow, told him, O son of a Brahmin, you don't know anything. Your intelligence is confused. Don't again and again call out to the Vaishnavs, and don't talk to them in this way. Initiated by a guru in mantras and rules of worship, we always worship Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. O best of Brahmins, some of us worship the form of Lord Nisringha, some Lord Ramachandra, and some Lord Gopal. We worship Lord Vishnu, who has many forms. Sri Perkat said, embarrassed, the Brahmin humbly, yet cheerfully asked, Where does he live, and what benediction can he give? The Vaishnavs answered, He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He lives everywhere, eternally. He is within, and he is without. No one is like him. He, the Supersoul in everyone's heart, the master of the demigods who control the universes, the handsome person whose form is full of eternity, knowledge, and bliss, eternally lives in Vaikunthaloka. He gives himself as a gift to his servants. The Shruti and Smriti offer prayers unto him. Who can speak of his glories? In this place, again and again, you may hear the Puranas that describe him. Gaze on Lord Madhava, the deity form of the Lord of the Universes, and soon you will understand everything. Sri Perkhita said, Gazing at Lord Madhava and bowing down, he saw that Madhava and the Madan Gopal he meditated on in his mantra were the same person. He heard some passages of the Puranas in the company of those Vaishnavs and saw many forms of Lord Vishnu they worshipped. Bewildered and still not understanding, he thought, The Lord of my mantra is the Lord of the universes, and Lord Madhava is the Lord of the devotees. Sanatana Goswami explains that he did not understand that Lord Madan Gopal, the deity of his mantra, and the deity of Lord Madhava were the same person. He wondered. Is the Lord I worship a person different from the Lord they worship, Madhava, the Lord of the universes? This Lord has four arms, decorated with a conch, chakra, club, and lotus. My Lord is not like He. How can my Lord be the same person as Lord Madhava? My Lord does not have a half-man, half-lion form. He is not a dwarf. He does not have forms of a fish, tortoise, boar, or other animals. He is not Ramachandra, who is a king and holds a bow in his hand. He is like the Gopal, worshipped here by some. Still, I don't think my lord is the lord of the universes. He is not like the lord I heard of in the Mag, Mahatmya, and other passages. Holding a flute to his mouth, and decorated with forest flowers, he protects cows with his cowherd boyfriends. A rake who enjoys pastimes with the gopis, he jumps over the religion of the pious. By the power of the goddess, I found bliss in worshipping him. I will never give up or stop chanting his mantra. Chanting his mantra in a secluded place, by the power of associating with the devotees, he saw his lord and fainted in ecstasy. When he somehow stood again, he lamented that so much time for chanting had been lost. How has this calamity happened to me? This is a great obstacle. Night has come, but I have not completed my chanting. Was I overcome by sleep? Was I possessed by a ghost? Ah, I am so wretched that even in this misfortune my heart somehow feels happy. Lamenting and fasting, he fell asleep. Lord Madhava then consoled him, saying, Remember, O Brahmin, the words of Lord Shiva, the master of the kings of the universe and husband of Uma. Go on the Yamuna's path to Śrī By My mercy you will find uncommon happiness there. Don't delay. he rose early in the morning and, a happy man, began his journey. Gradually he reached Mathura city and bathed at Vishramgat. Then he went to Vrindavan. As he chanted, in meditation he saw the Lord's associates. At every moment he rejoiced. Not seeing anyone in that land decorated with cows, he wandered here and there. Then he heard someone crying, east of Keshigat, He went in that direction and heard a voice lovingly chanting the holy names. Because of the forest's blinding darkness, he could not see anyone. Concluding that that sound was coming from the Yamuna shore, he eagerly went ahead. There, in a Kadumba grove, he saw a handsome youth with delicate limbs dressed as a cowherd boy. Sanatana Goswami explains that the youth wore a peacock-feather crown and was holding a flute, buffalo horn, bugle, stick, and other objects. Mistakenly thinking that this was his worshipable deity, in great happiness he called out, O Gopal! and to offer respects fell as a stick to the ground. Sanatana Goswami explains that the Brahmin thought this person was Krishna because of his dress and ornaments. Returning from his meditation to external consciousness, that person, who was a knower of everything, understood that his guest was a Brahmin of Mathura, living in Kamadesh and engaged in the worship of Lord Madan Gopal. He came out from the forest grove, lifted his guest up, bowed before him, embraced him, and made him sit by his side. Sanatan Goswami explains that this person understood that his guest had been sent by Srimati Radharani.